do bonds belong inside of our Roth accounts? If you have bonds inside of your Roth, you may be leaving thousands to hundreds of thousands of dollars on the table. Hi, this is Alex Lynch, and I help freelancers earning six figures or more optimize their finances, all in the amount of time it takes to enjoy a cup of coffee. For additional resources on this subject and others important to freelancers, please check out our website, freelancefinancefix.com. Today, I'm going to talk about a very commonly overlooked subject, a large potential mistake area that I see all the time when I look at individuals investment accounts. That is the unintentional holding of bonds inside of Roth accounts. In this episode, I'm going to break down why we hold a Roth account, the goal of bonds, what they're supposed to do for us, and examine if your funds you are holding are inadvertently holding bonds inside of them that you are not realizing. Additionally, some considerations for you when making a change inside of your Roth account. As a freelancer with no HR department or in-house 401k advisor or reimbursed stipend by your corporation for financial advice, this is something you need to pay attention to. As you are likely the administrator of your own retirement and financial plan, you can take this episode's content and very easily take action on it inside of your own accounts. And don't worry if this is something you overlooked before or have never heard of, you are not alone. Nearly everyone is overlooking this aspect. And that's why I'm here. My goal is to make sure you aren't leaving extra money on the table in your financial planning. Most individuals pay a ton of attention to what investments are inside of their accounts. However, while you may be the unique exception, most individuals are not paying attention to which account to put those investments inside of. This could leave you with a significant opportunity to earn more tax-free money over time thus improving your financial security and net worth over the long term. While picking the right investments that align with your risk tolerance, goals, time horizon, need for cash, and overall preferences is hugely important, you must pay attention to where and which account you put those investments inside of as well. This episode is not about what to hold, it's about where to hold it. There's a ton of optimization that can happen here. So let's dive in. First, Why do we even hold a Roth account and why do we love them so much? Now remember our Roth accounts hold our after-tax retirement dollars. Therefore, the money we put inside of the Roth account has already had the tax paid on it. Therefore, over time, as it grows, it grows tax-free and we love tax-free growth. So if you have $100,000 in a Roth account today and in the future, due to growth and compounding, that account doubles, triples, quadruples in value, all that growth in the future is yours tax-free 
after of course you meet the holding requirements and age requirements for distributions. But in essence, by having paid the tax when the funds went into the Roth account, you get tax-free growth into the future. This is a really powerful feature, unlike your other traditional IRA accounts, which after that account has grown after many, many years of compounding, you will owe tax at your ordinary income rate when withdrawn. To recap, while there are literally millions of reasons why we love Roth accounts, the number one reason above all the rest is the ability for long-term tax-free growth. Now let's talk about why we hold bonds inside of our accounts or other more conservative investments inside of them. We hold them for their lower risk nature. While it might not have felt that way last year in 2022, when interest rates went up significantly and that resulted in bond funds being squeezed last year, 2022 was a really unique year for interest rates. In general, we hold bonds for their lower short-term risk than equities and their more predictable income streams. So our goal with holding bonds and other conservative investments is having a lower risk profile inside of them and more predictable returns in the short term, along with more liquidity. That is the ability to sell the investment and get our money back in a short period of time without risking as much principal. These characteristics make bonds and conservative investments very unlikely to outperform their counterparts, those being the more growth-oriented equity investments in the future. These more growth-oriented investments we expect to hold for a longer period of time as well. While past performance is no predictor of future performance, in general, risk and reward are interlinked, and their fundamental nature of being linked is key to the performance of successful capital markets and investing. And a less risky investment, like bonds, is expected to have less reward. Now, less reward is a very different goal than most individuals have for their Roth accounts, which, to recap again quickly, is long-term tax-free growth, growth being the key word. So essentially, I want you to put the things that grow the most over time inside of a Roth account and the holding is unlikely to be bonds. Now, of course, you have to do your own homework as this is general financial advice and may not be applicable to you individually, but it will be applicable to most all of you. After this episode is done, I encourage you to pull up your investment account statements, your retirement account statements, and take a look. Do you have bonds inside of your Roth account? If so, it would make sense to spend a little time reviewing your investments and depending on your risk tolerance, the taxes involved for making a change, available investment options in your account, your cash needs, and then make some changes across your portfolio. Furthermore, when reviewing the account, some of you may not be aware that some of the funds you hold inside of the account may have a significant holding of bonds or more conservative investments or money market funds held within them. For example, a very common one being target date funds. Now, in general, Target date funds are awesome. They allow for a ton of diversification, generally very low in cost, simple to purchase, and easy to execute inside of your portfolio. However, as that target date gets closer and closer to the date they vest, they generally will start holding more and more in bonds inside of them, which may inadvertently have you be holding more bonds than you are aware of inside of your Roth account. Now, depending on your risk tolerance, 
This may make sense, but for most inside of their Roth accounts, it does not. I encourage you to review target date holdings with inside of your Roth accounts. Also, if you see inside of your Roth account any funds with the names balanced, growth and income, or multi-asset, those warrant further review as well. Another obligatory disclosure I feel like I must make here is that this doesn't mean to put your most speculative stock investments inside of a Roth account. Diversification is always key if your goal is to maintain and grow your net worth over the long term in a responsible manner. For those curious, the academic term for what we've been discussing here today is called asset location optimization, and it is something that I review with clients all the time which again is focusing on not just what investments to hold, but also which accounts to ideally hold them inside, whether that's our pre-tax accounts, our after-tax accounts, or our non-retirement accounts, we wanna make sure the right investments are inside of the right accounts. I encourage you to review your Roth accounts with a financial advisor, investment advisor, or other knowledgeable individual in such things especially if changing around the investments inside of your Roth would potentially cost you some money in tax or be a major portfolio overhaul. The fix is in. Why do we have a Roth account? The goal for most everyone is long-term tax-free growth, so let's make sure the investments you hold inside of your Roth account are reflecting those goals. Otherwise, you may be leaving tens to hundreds of thousands of dollars on the table by overlooking what investments you have inside of your Roth. Action items from this podcast. As we know, listening to an episode by itself doesn't magically make anything happen as much as we wish it did. Knowledge by itself isn't the answer. And this is something you can easily check on in 15 minutes or less. First, go and pull all of your investment account statements and take a look at what investments are inside of them. Next, if you see bond funds, or other conservative investment inside of your Roth, I encourage you to dive deeper under the hood of all of those investments and make sure they are there to achieve your long-term goals. And remember, when making a change, always make sure your portfolio on the whole still has your desired level of risk after you are done making changes. And of course, please check out our website, freelancefinancefix.com, for additional information on this subject and others important to freelancers. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Freelance Finance Fix. Before you go, one thing you should know, this isn't legal tax or investment advice, it's just a show, cause tax laws are tricky. And investments complex Get professional advice Do more research So you'll never lose We are the freelancers, my friends And we'll work from home Till the end Says
But seriously, this isn't tax, legal, or investing advice. 